welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, January 12th, and the market of stocks marched higher after Monday's brief break. Small caps continue to see strength. What was the theme from today's trading day? So we actually saw stocks dip this morning on the back of weakness out of the Fang crew, which has been so surprisingly weak lately. Amazon can't bounce. Facebook continues to sell off since the storming of the capital. And Netflix also continues to sell off within a strong market. Google and Apple, while the strongest of the bunch, haven't participated in the rally over the past few weeks as well. The interesting part is we haven't seen the market able to climb without Fang's participation in years, which is currently what we're seeing with today's rebound and just the past few weeks of action overall. So... Is the market telling us to be cautious or are we just seeing a shift in leadership? So only time will tell on that front. But we saw cyclical or value stocks hold the market up today. Energy, financials, and industrials all led the way. At around 1 p.m. Eastern, President-elect Joe Biden tweeted out a $15 minimum wage is one of his top concerns. So it makes sense the consumer stocks were strong today on that notion. The story, though, is definitely within the small caps, which just seemingly will not stop rising. Already up almost 8% in two weeks this year. And the more insane number is they're up 38% in the past 10 weeks. So we're seeing frothiness out there. I don't think anyone would disagree with that notion at this point, but when that will dissipate is anyone's best guess. Uber will partner with Moderna for vaccine distribution. Does this mean you will receive a COVID vaccine with your next Uber ride? So Uber and Moderna recently announced a partnership that will include a number of different initiatives. They haven't given too many details yet. We do know they'll have options like building ride scheduling via Uber directly into the immunization appointment booking process. One of the big challenges surrounding vaccine distribution is individual logistics, more so than you'd think. Having people make their initial appointment and the second round booster a month later has been proving to be surprisingly difficult thus far. And that's what this program is mainly looking to accomplish. Uber's been offering free and discounted rides for anyone going to get the vaccine, but integrating the app directly with Moderna could do a lot more by just providing user-friendly access. Looks like that's not the only headline making news for Uber today. The company announced that Uber Green is coming to more cities, but what will this new initiative be? Right. And I think this headline is really what had the stock popping today. But Uber Green's a feature they're, they're slowly rolling out that allows customers to request rides in electric vehicles. They initially launched in 15 cities last September, but they're planning on upping that number to 1,400 more cities across North America. So riders can specifically request a hybrid or electric vehicle for a dollar more, and drivers using these vehicles get an extra 50 cents per ride. If drivers use specifically battery electric vehicles, they'll get another dollar on top of that, totaling an extra 150 per ride. It doesn't sound like much, but it adds up over time. Uber wants 100% of its rides to take place in electric vehicles by 2030 in the US, Canada, and Europe, with the rest of the world catching up by 2040. So some of the biggest complaints surrounding Uber have always been they're increasing the world's carbon footprint by incentivizing more drivers on the road. These initiatives directly combat that notion. And clearly the PR team has been clocking some overtime because these initiatives just go above and beyond. Sticking with the EV theme, GM just announced plans for a new electric delivery vehicle business, which had the stock pop to its highest price since the company's post-bankruptcy IPO back in 2010. Is this big news for the auto manufacturer? So look at GM charging into the EV game with Bright Drop, which are commercial vans made for package and food delivery and will be delivered to its first customer, FedEx, later this year. So we last heard they were getting into the EV game with Nikola, 
and they, then they were distancing themselves from that partnership. That partnership must be dissolving because there's not a murmur of Nicola in this press release. But this announcement puts GM in direct competition with Ford as well as startups like Rivian and Canoe. They're focusing squarely on the commercial vehicle sector of the business, to which they estimate the U.S. market for parcel and food delivery will climb above $850 billion in the next four years. The most appealing part of this EV subsect is it's one of the areas that Tesla has not been able to take over. So GM is upping their investments, increasing EV spending to $27 billion in the next two years. That number is up 35% from the previously disclosed plan. So they're focusing solely on the commercial market where they feel there's the most opportunity. And the stock clearly loves the news, finally climbing above that post-bankruptcy IPO price from 11 years ago. Big news for GM. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we've got for today. We'll be back for another recap tomorrow after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.